we go. It is oh, yo. Wednesday. <laughs> the the awesome we are back. other welcome. Wednesday. Yes, welcome to another episode of the Cigar Match Podcast. Uh, we are your co-hosts here. I'm Adam. And I'm Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are with another, I hope, interesting and good podcast. Uh, we are like 15 seconds in and Bruno and I are already making jokes and laughing. So I hope well, you guys are enjoying that. Yeah, that's what it's uh, about. <laughs> Exactly, man. So we've got a, a pretty, I think, it, looking at our notes, I was like, I was concerned. I'm like, we got a pretty light episode, but uh, man, we, I, I think that, we actually have we more than we We say that every week, every other week. It's like, ah, we can't fill up 45, 50 minutes. It's yeah. Like, and then Adam, it's 50 yeah, minutes. And then we're, we're, we're cutting things at the end. So, uh, so yeah, so we've got a pretty good episode. We have our first guest on this week. Uh, we've been planning to, to bring guests on the show for a while now. And we've had a number of, of people we've reached out to, and we are we've got some things in the works, oh, uh, yeah. industry people. Uh, but tonight we are having having our first guest, and for all transparency, he is not a someone from the cigar industry. He is my son, and he's going to come on and review a cigar with Bruno and I. It'll be uh, it'll, it'll be, be fun. fun. It'll it be good. Be. Sorry, I was reading. I I got a notification in the platform, and I was reading it to make sure we were okay, and we are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. So our first, our first Squirrel? official guest, yeah, exactly. Our first official guest, uh, and we are going to review the Ave Maria Argentum uh, later on in the episode. So stick around for that, uh, Bruno. Let's kick it off. Uh, I want to talk about something that happened this past weekend. Oh God, yes. Let's let's get right into it. Because oh, it's, I'm going to start this out because I know this is not. Well, about, hang on. Go ahead. Let, let, no, let me slow you down because I actually, as we were out, on, so real quick, let me backstory. Uh, Bruno and I got together on Saturday, and I say Bruno and I. There were there was more than just Bruno and myself. Um, because our wives ha- came along. Our, yes, our wives came along. Because what happens if, if Bruno, if you go to your wife and you say, "Hey, I'm going to go smoke cigars with Adam while you stay home tonight," she's probably not going to be too happy about no, that. She would not. Um, she would be. I like, know, and I'm going with you. <laughs> yeah, and I know my wife wouldn't be too happy about that at all. Um, I. Yeah, it would be it would be a discussion point for sure. Um, so Saturday we got together and we said we're going to have the Cigar Match Podcast team meeting. That's the full team. That's Bruno, yes. myself, and our wives. Uh, our That's wives actually team. do a bit of behind the scenes work for us. They are very supportive of us, which is awesome. And I would and I and I thank them for that tremendously. Um, so we took the whole team. We went out. Uh, we and that's and this is. There's a point to this. We went out. We had some beers. Went to a brewery. Had some amazing beers. Oh God! Uh, in, in Bruno's words, they were stupid. They were, this is just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yes, these beers were amazing. Uh, and we, I don't want to spend a lot of time on um, that. No, but, we're not going to spend a lot of time on the beers. We're not a beer podcast. Well, I'm just we saying, are not. We went, but, we went oh. to a brewery, and the beers were very, very, very good. Um, after that, we we decided, hey, uh, we can't have a cigar match podcast team meeting without having cigars. Uh, so that is true. So we went to a a local cigar bar and we had some very nice cigars. Oh, now yeah. the point I want to make before we get onto the cigars is, guys, my wife, if you're, and I'm speaking from my experience, my wife is not a fan of cigars at all. Um, she will if we're sitting outside. There will be times where she will say, hey, do you have a tobacco special? It's a Drew Estate. It's a coffee-flavored cigar that she'll enjoy. She'll have those from time to time. For the most part, she hates cigars. Um, 
I'm relegated to smoking outside, or I recently had a new office built in my house that I smoke cigars in. Uh, prior to that, there was no cigar smoking in my house. Um, but what I have learned is if you want your wife to be a little more accepting of the of the cigar thing, take her out and show her some fun. Um, yes. Bruno and I took our wives out. We went and had beers, and then we went to a cigar bar and smoked some really good cigars. And the wives were with us, and we included them in the entire night. And at the end of the night, my wife said, I had a blast. That was amazing. We all had a blast. I got to hang out with Bruno all day and drink beer and smoke cigars. My wife said it was amazing. That's a win-win. That is a win-win. Um, so so we went to a cigar bar. Let's, let's get into the details oh, of this now, Bruno. We went to a cigar bar. Um, this is, it was a place that Bruno had not been to before. I had. Uh, do, we want, do we want to give them a shout-out here, Bruno? Yes, Are you yeah, okay we definitely yeah. need to. So, so uh, we went to Blaze Cigar Bar in Newport, Kentucky, and shout out to Summer at Blaze and her um, crew, and her crew. They were awesome. Oh God, um, yes. And just a spoiler: at some points, Summer will probably make an appearance on the podcast. You guys will get to hear from Summer. Uh, yes. She does runs a very good, a very good place down there. Uh, so we went to Blaze uh, for cigars, and if you were in the Cincinnati area. I highly recommend uh, Blaze Cigar Bar. Um, the humidor isn't large. Oh, my God. But it's not the quantity inside the oh humidor that matters, God. is it, buddy? No. Uh, it, it's the quality of what's inside. There's not a, a huge space, but, man. Um, Summer has things, packed it full of just gems. Yes. The stuff the, you the, cannot get elsewhere. The things that we picked up were, were uh, very, very special. The first cigar of the night, and this is going to lead into a new story. The first cigar of the night that we had, Bruno, the Tatuaje 10-year anniversary. Yes. Um, that's the first thing. Uh, we came out of the humidor with a lot of cigars. And the first one we, we said, you know, we're going to have, <laughs> yeah, uh, a lot of cigars is an understatement. But, yeah, kind of. Uh, <laughs> came out with a lot of cigars. So we're gonna, the first one we're going to have tonight is the Tatuaje 10-year anniversary. And, man, was it very nice. Oh. Um, Tatuaje, so you know it's Nicaraguan, Ecuadorian Habano wrapper on there. Uh, wasn't overly, overly spicy. Uh, had some nice coffee and leather notes to it. I very much enjoyed that. Such a smooth, oh, so smooth cigar as, at that. Being, a, when I think Tatuaje, I typically think nice, big, bold, full-bodied cigars. And it was not overpowering. It was very enjoyable. I uh. think uh, we we opted to not hit the bar. And we went coffee, yes, because uh, we drank but. a number of beers prior. So we went coffee, and the coffee and the cigar was that's it, it, it was, was very, very, on. yeah, very special. Yep, that's what. Um, so Blaze is basically Cuban coffee, a, an incredible selection of bourbons, and an incredible selection of cigars. So, yes. like Adam said, you know, him and I both we had had enough to drink prior. And um, we just decided to get a Cuban coffee. And I guarantee it exaggerated the coffee flavor in that Tatuaje 10-year anniversary. Yes. It was a really... Now, just like everything else we've told you guys for the past seven episodes, it all had to do with who we were with. Yes. Sitting comfortably, the the atmosphere, The atmosphere, yes, the atmosphere definitely played into it. Uh, for sure, it was a very enjoyable experience. But I think overall, even outside of that atmosphere, I think that cigar was is probably going to be really, really good. Yes. Uh, but I think definitely the atmosphere played into it and just really made it special. Uh, so 
it was very, very nice. And again, get out to your local brick and mortars and yes. check places out. Uh, I was really impressed with the staff at Blaze, and Bruno and I talked to the staff um, and let them know up front, hey, we we do a podcast. We used to work in a tobacconist. Um, do you mind if we asked you guys some questions? And just and they were super nice. And, and the way that they handled the customers, I, I when I left, actually, I one of the things I, I said before we left was, I really feel confident that I could send a new cigar person here and they would yes, be taken care of properly. Very much so. Um, because it, and it was a very enjoyable experience. Now, could it be intimidating to walk into that place as a newbie? Oh, yes, it could. A hundred percent. It could be very intimidating to walk into a place like that uh, as a newbie. But I think it's something that you have to just get out there and try it. You'll find the right places. And and this was one of them. It was a very nice environment to set and smoke a cigar and have staff that were genuinely going out of their way to make sure that you were happy uh, and ask any questions that you may need to ask or anything that you needed. It was very, very nice. Yeah, uh, and the one, one of the things too, go ahead, go ahead. The one thing that is interesting for somebody who would potentially be intimidated, because as you were saying that, I was thinking about it. You had told me about this place and you had told me, I mean, again, the humidor is small, but right. holy mother of God the selection <laughs> yes. and for a newbie going in there by yourself and not asking for any help, you're going to see cigar prices that are going to potentially are scare be a surprise. you. Yeah. They're yes. going to scare you a little bit. I yeah, mean, we're they, talking. They're premium. Yeah. <laughs> very premium. That yeah, now, the selection is premium. You're not going in there buying a $5 cigar. Now in saying that, yes, you can get something that is mm-hmm. less expensive. You know, she's yep. got, um, the humidor set up there, and then she's got a couple cabinets on the other side where we were sitting and smoking. Yep. But if you walk into a place like that and you see prices that scare you, don't run. Ask the tobacconist, whoever's in the place, to help you. <clears throat> if they're a good tobacconist, their cigars are priced the way they should be. And she had some Fuentes in there that you do not see. They were priced where they should be. They were not. They were priced. Yeah. They were priced, priced accurately. Yeah, they were priced yeah. accurately. And I think that's why my bill was so high, but we weren't <laughs> going to get into that. No. And one of the things, too, that, that I thought was really interesting, and we've talked about it on this show, is getting getting to know your tobacconist, um, getting off on the right foot with your tobacconist. Bruno, when we left at the end of the night, did we not score some inside information on a very rare cigar oh, yeah. and when it will be showing up? Yeah, um, and I'm still we, wondering if we, we should say something. Yeah, we most definitely did. Uh, we, you know, it, it's a thing where I think there's a fine line. You don't want to try to schmooze. No, don't, don't do that. Um, you you want to be friendly and just get a good rapport with them. Uh, and I think that we were successful in doing that. And we actually, we were made aware of a very, and I, and I emphasize the word very, yes. rare Fuente that is going to be coming in in the next few weeks. Uh, we were made aware of when it was going to be there. And I'm sure that we could take that next step and say, hey, would you mind holding us a couple? And we would probably get that granted as well. Uh, but that comes a point of you don't look the gift horse in the mouth. No, you yeah, do not. Excuse me. You don't look the gift horse in the mouth. Gift now, Summer, the if mouse. you're listening, and I know you have my contact information, <laughs> and you wanted to yes. save a couple and tell us that you have them for us to come and buy them, we would be more than willing to do that. Right. Yes. So, But the, the point of that is is – 
you know, go in there and, and make a good impression. Be friendly, but don't don't push. Don't be pushy. No, don't, don't try to schmooze. Don't go in there with an agenda of I need to get something out of this visit. That's not how it should go at all. And start uh, saying, oh, I want you to tell me when all the rare stuff comes in. And right. That, that you know, we went over the do's and don'ts in like episode yes. one or two. And mm-hmm. one of the don'ts would be going in there and saying, oh, you know, what do you get that's rare? Are you willing to call me if you get the rare stuff? I want first dibs on the rare stuff. Right. Blah, blah, blah on the rare stuff. Rare doesn't always equal good. A right. A lot no, of times not. it does. In, but in not always. And if you think back, one of the things, too, that, that just popped to mind here, we weren't asking about rare stuff when that in that part of the conversation. We were just talking cigars with the, the tobacconist, and she had seen what we were what we were purchasing that night, and she offered up the information about, hey, do you know about these? We will be getting them, getting these on the shelf. We'll be getting them in uh, around this time frame. Uh, so... You know, don't go in and be pushy. Hey, when are you going to get this? Are you going to get this? Can you hold it? For me? You know, no. Uh, go in and do your thing. Be friendly. And if if the information is offered to you, then you know you're doing the right thing. If not, don't push for yeah. it. Um, and that, and that's kind of the simple way that, that I took it was, hey, you know, the, the tobacconist understands we are we are certain we're I, I don't want to I'm trying to think how to word this um, that night. You know, we picked up a lot of cigars, and we were picking up some rare stuff. So I think she understood, hey, these guys are probably looking for this type of stuff. Um, but we didn't push for it. We didn't ask. No. And it was actually something that uh, that Bruno wasn't even uh, too I – I don't think you were even aware of what never it was heard at the time. It. No, I yeah. never heard of it. Yeah. And hopefully she's not upset with us for using her name. But. Yeah, I think we'll be okay. Um, I think we'll be okay. We're just using first names. Yes. So, but the the point of that whole story: get out to your local brick and mortars. Yes. Support them. Get out there. Um, you never and know what you're going to find. If you are in the Cincinnati area, that is a must visit. Like we yes. said, the yes. humidor. If you're looking yes. for really good premium cigars that you're not going to get gouged on price, you yes. need to go down there because I just. Adam's like, well, this is this. I'm like, I'll take two of those, and this is this. Okay, yeah. I'll take two of those, and this is this. Okay, I'll take two of those. Yes, so we the, walked the, out of there with quite a haul of cigars. Yes, without a doubt, the the selection is very impressive. Uh, just know that they they stock premium yes. cigars. You're not going in there and buying a a five dollar cigar. I don't yeah, think there's a five dollar cigar in the entire humidor. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there are keep, some. Keep that, that in mind. Were, yeah, you, you are buying quality. Um, for the most part, in that humidor. Uh, at one point, Bruno and I picked up, we found a couple of, of random cigars. They were, I believe they were my father, maybe, uh, in individual so. coffins. They were sitting on the shelf by themselves. I said, huh, what are these? I've never seen these. Yeah. <laughs> and we picked them up, and, and we asked, said, hey, what, you know, how much are these? First of all, there were only two of them. They weren't in a box. They weren't priced. Uh, and they were a little more than we were, we yeah. were looking to go Everybody on a single cigar basis. Everybody's got the limit, and, and they were above that. So and I was already just, above just, what I wanted to spend anyway. Yes. Yeah, it was a, a, an interesting night. So I wanted to, to pivot that, though. The cigar yes. that we smoked was the Tatsuahe 10-year anniversary. Uh, back on, I believe I looked it up earlier, and it was on episode four or five. I should have actually made a note of it, and I was like, I'll remember that, and now I don't. It was episode four or five. <laughs> we talked about the Tatsuahe 20th anniversary yes. that was due out uh, in September. 
And Tatsuya has come out, I believe this was this week or last week, and said they are going to delay the 20th anniversary until late October. Uh, because the the logistics, the shipping, was going to get in the way of the annual um, Halloween release from Tatsuahe. This year, it's the, uh, I believe it's the face this year. Uh, and they didn't want the two, uh, they said the shipping is, you know, when you've got two, two rare special things going out at the same time, it was going to be a lot. So they would rather hold off on the 20th anniversary and get the, the traditional Halloween line out. Uh, so the Halloween line out, the Halloween line, excuse me, is going out uh should be hitting shelves in the next i would say week uh if you're out and you see those definitely scoop them up because they yes. don't last uh, and they're always good um the frank i remember in the past was amazing uh last year i think i had i can't remember what it was the fate they did the face last year i don't remember the face is the law is the cigar this year um but they'll be out in the next week or so so be looking for that in the 20th anniversary they're saying late October, early November on the 20th anniversary. So if you were looking for, the, if you're waiting for the 20th anniversary to hit the, hit the shelves, uh, a little bit longer to wait, but I'm sure it'll be worth it. That we smoked the 10th, and the 10th was special. I'm sure the 20th will be even better. I would agree with that. All right, what do we got? Let's see. Our we went over our Saturday night cigar adventures, and we just when yeah. you have it. it we had so much fun. I mean, this is we really, did. in the end, what all of this is about. Yes. We had a blast. And that's what the whole cigar smoking thing is supposed to be. Adam and I sat on one couch. Our wife sat on another couch. They had great conversations with each other. Him and yes. I sometimes talk, sometimes just smoked. But just <laughs> it's yeah, it, this it, is it, what it's about. That is exactly what it's about, and you know we smoked the, the Tatsuahe, and we had uh, we had another cigar that night that we didn't. We what was nice was we had even with the Tatsuahe, we didn't say we're going to talk about this on the podcast. We just no. said, hey, let's just have a we're going to have a nice cigar, and we sat and we enjoyed a nice cigar. I had my iPad with me in case I wanted to take notes on anything. <laughs> I didn't take it out of my backpack the whole night. Nope, uh, because that was not the priority of the night. I was having it was just so much fun to be out. And be with friends and enjoying great cigars, enjoying great beers. Uh, that's what, like Bruno said, that's what it's all about. Just getting out, having fun, enjoying your time, um, and just don't don't focus too hard on anything else. Just sit back. Um, I have the other cigar. We smoked the Cav. Uh, I'm gonna mess this name up. Cavalier Genève USA exclusive Petite Corona. Um, I have it on our list, but I don't know that, that I really want to talk too much about it because by that point, my palate was pretty fried. Yeah, it, it was a good cigar. What, it was good. Well, we could talk about the neat thing with the cigar that took both of us a little bit of time oh, to figure out, remember? Yes, that I forgot all about that. And you you said had, we had a picture. Did you put it on our website or Instagram? I, I, have, I haven't posted that yet. Ah. The, I haven't posted any of the pictures from Saturday night yet, actually. Okay. Um, so. Uh, if you're listening to this on Thursday, check the Instagram because we will. I will have a picture of this particular cigar to show this off. Uh, Bruno, do you want to talk about? You want to talk about it? Yeah. So, I mean, we had had, you know, some beers beforehand. Got there, had this Tatuai. It was getting a little bit late in the evening. We could tell the wives were enjoying themselves, just talking. My wife, thank God, is not offended by cigar smoke. She, I smoke cigars in front of her all the time, and we went to to summer and said, hey. What do you recommend? We need something that's, you know, more like a half an hour cigar. So she came up with this Cavalier. And 
you know, we started to smoke it and we were enjoying it. I would say it was a solid medium cigar, yep. but we were hesitant in saying much about it because like Adam said, our palates were shot by that point. So when you're looking at the cigar, it has a wrapper and then there's this diamond that's about a half an inch below the wrapper. Now, so, hang you on. Know, it has a band. Band. Sorry. <laughs> Keep yeah, me all honest. cigars have a wrapper. Yep. Yeah. I didn't want to confuse anybody. So, yes, it has, it has the traditional band. And, yes, like Bruno's saying, just below that, there was this diamond. It was that like, looked a, like a second inch. band. Yeah. And I, Adam's going, I can't get it off. <laughs> and I yeah. start reaching down and I'm like, and I, as you can see, if you've looked at any of the pictures, my thumbnail was long. I swear it's not for the use of drugs or anything. <laughs> and the rest of my fingernails are short. But uh, so I'm using my thumbnail. I'm like, this doesn't come off. So I go up and I ask Summer, I'm like, this doesn't come off, does it? And she's like, no, you smoke it. I'm like, well, that's kind of different. That's cool. interesting. Yeah. So that was the in one of the things and we can't. We can't tell because, like I said, both of our palates were shot. It would be interesting to try that cigar in a fresh palate and see if that actually changed, changed the, flavor the flavor of the cigar at all. Yeah, and, and it was the first time that I'd seen anything like that because traditionally it was something like the like the Amazon Basin. You know, the, the band on the Amazon Basin was clearly made out of tobacco leaf. Right. So and you, you smoke just smoke through that. Uh, leaf by Oscar, I believe, is the same way. The band on that, it's made out of a piece of tobacco leaf. This was like it looked like gold, like gold leaf. Yeah, uh, it was very, it was very weird. But yeah, you got to it and just smoked right through it, which was uh, like, odd. And you're like, ooh, I'm starting to smoke through it now. Yeah, but it was a, just another great cigar that uh, yeah, when we get back down there again, maybe I try it on a fresh yeah, palate. Try it on a fresh yeah. palate. And some background on that, uh, the Cavalier Genevieve USA exclusive Petite Corona is a Mexican San Andreas wrapper over Nicaraguan binder, Nicaraguan filler. Um, I wish I knew more about the cigar. I wish I could, like I said, palate wasn't shot, but whatever, what I could taste was good. Uh, it was enjoyable, and we will definitely revisit. All right, so now we're going to dive in, Bruno. We're going to talk about, uh, we, we planned this out, actually, a few weeks back, and this will be, I guess, officially, this is the first guest we will have had on the podcast. So, Woo-hoo! Hunter, congratulations. You are officially our first guest. Um, <laughs> you so get to now, smoke. You get to smoke some of your dad's cigars. There's your prize. Exactly. So, so brief introduction uh, about who is with us today. Uh, with us is, is my son, Hunter. Um, so, complete transparency, this is my son that's on with us. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we've, we've been planning on... Uh, Bruno and I, obviously, you know, we plan out the cigars that we're going to review in advance. So we're on the same page and, you know, he's not coming in with something I haven't smoked yet. Uh, so we planned this out and I thought it'd be kind of cool because Hunter has been smoking a lot of cigars with me lately. Um, and this is a cigar that he actually had picked out that I probably would have not been on my radar. So he picked this out. So I mentioned to Bruno a couple weeks back, say, hey, you know, wh- why don't we have Hunter come on with us? And, and do a, a review. Um, so this is a cigar that he picked out that uh, that we all we all smoked, and we scored this on the scoring system that Bruno and I have talked about uh, for the last few weeks on the podcast. So we're all scoring on the same 10-point scale across the same categories, and we'll talk more about that. So anyway, enough with that intro. Uh, Hunter is – and what's interesting, what I think is interesting about this – I'm sorry, I, I just remember this part. It's still going on. <laughs> I know, man. But I just remembered this, and I feel like this is very important. 
Hunter is very much a, a cigar newbie. Uh, how, about how long, Hunter, would you say seriously you have been smoking cigars now? Uh, I'd say seriously about six months, maybe. Maybe. Five or six, Even the, give or take. Yeah, yeah. Five or six, I think, is a fair assessment. Well, that's so longer Hunter, than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hunter is very much a, a cigar newbie. Uh, so I thought it would be fun to have somebody who is not a seasoned cigar guy come in and do a review with us. So we'll get a different a different kind of aspect on some things, I think. Uh, so, Hunter, if during the course of this review, if we mention a term or something, please, if you're like, hey, I'm really not sure or I want more, more clarification, just jump in and, yep. and bring it up. Yeah. Um, we're I, not I don't nice. Think there we're kind of rude because, and interrupt each other. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think there will be because Hunter, he, he knows quite a bit of these terms. We, we hang out a lot and smoke cigars. So anyway, let's get on with it. So the cigar that we smoked was the Ave Maria Argentum uh, Robusto. If you're not familiar with Ave Maria, uh, you probably are familiar with A.J. Fernandez. And this was before A.J. Fernandez was a household name. Ave Maria was kind of his baby. Um, he, he made some, you know, we're going to find out about the cigars, but some of the other Ave Maria stuff I, I've had have been pretty good. The Dark Knight was an interesting cigar, uh, but it, I'm a big AJ Fernandez fan. I think, Bruno, you, you enjoy oh, some yeah. AJ Fernandez stuff. Uh, so I'm curious, though, because Ave Maria has never been a line that has really caught my attention other than I've seen it in the pages of Cigars International. Um, this was very much a, a hunter cigar that he had brought to me and said, "Hey, I, w- I would like to try these." How how did you come across Ave Maria Hunter? I've, I'm really genuinely curious about this. I think I would have been uh, just flipping through one of the cigars magazines we have. Yep. We have them all yep. over, and I think I <laughs> I saw a bunch of them, <laughs> and I think they just really caught my eye. I, I think it okay. would have been. The names and just the marketing around it, right? That was really what I was thinking. Was was it the marketing that caught your attention? Uh, yeah. Because I think I think originally when you brought it to me, we talked about the Ave Maria. Um, was it the Holy Grail? Maybe. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so they have some some very. Um, I don't know if distinct is the right word, but the marketing is it, it's cool. I could see how you would see that label. The labels look cool. Uh, the names are cool, and it's like, hey, that that just sounds like cool. So marketing and cigars is definitely. It's definitely a thing. Oh, um, yeah. When, when I, I think to this day, if I see a cool label, I will definitely pick up the cigar and really give it a, a look. And depending on price, I may buy it just because the label's cool to try it. So yeah. it's definitely a thing. So that's how we got to where we are. So let's let's go. Uh, are you guys ready to talk about this cigar? Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. Let, let's go around the table. Uh, where, where do you guys want to start? You want me to kick it off? You want to go Bruno? You want to go Hunter? Where yeah. do, where oh. do we want to start? Well, we should talk about what country it is, the wrapper, the filler. Let's do it. Let's give I've, it justice. Yeah, I've got all of that handy. Yep. So we had the Ave Maria Argentum. We smoked it in a Robusto size. The country, uh, Nicaragua. The wrapper on this was a Connecticut Broadleaf Maduro, which is to me is always, always nice. I love Connecticut Broadleaf. <laughs> and the filler was Nicaraguan and Honduran. And I don't think the... Um, the binder or anything is was is listed. Uh, I think that's kind of the secret sauce, maybe. Uh, yeah, I would say so. It's kind of the general. And I had, um, I don't want to get too 
too down the rabbit hole here, but it, I'm almost certain in one of, I've got multiple notebooks open here with, with information. I thought I had some actual location specific on the filler. I want to say that may have been like Jalapa Valley and, and Omatepa maybe, but I can't find that. So I'm, I, that could be wrong. So yeah. we'll just leave it at that is. We'll leave it at that. You know, it's, it's Nicaraguan with a, a Connecticut Broadleaf Maduro wrapper. Uh, and like right. I said, Robusto, 4.8 by 52. I'll go first. So that, 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 yeah, let's let's kick it off, Bruno. What, what right. did you think? So I'll just quickly go through my scores. First third, I gave it a 7. Easy to light, burn very consistent. Second third, I gave it a 7. Still burning very well. Kept the same. I got a medium to full flavor out of yep. it. And the last third, very, very slight tunneling. Changed taste in the last third to be a little stronger. Yeah, so what are definitely. my final thoughts? Yeah. What are my final thoughts? I gave it a seven on burn, pretty much from start to finish. Like I said, it tunneled, but not not to the extent that last thing you gave me to smoke that, yeah, we won't go into that. <laughs> Draw, I gave it an eight. It was identical from the start to finish. And the final, I gave it a seven. And I wrote overall good cigar. To me, I don't get, I, I'm not as, um, What's the, uh, I, my palate is not as sophisticated as you guys, but I did get some woody out of this. Yeah. And I wrote in here, not 100% sure if I like it or not, but I did enjoy this cigar. <laughs> so <laughs> overall, it, for me, it was a 6.94. Okay. So we're, we're, we're close. I'll, I'll jump in here uh, with mine. Uh, my, I, I'll, I guess I'll do it the same as you did, Bruno. I'll just work through my categories. My, uh, First third, I gave it a seven. In uh, in my notes, I'll hit some of these here. Uh, when I s- immediately I took the cigar out, smelled the foot, and the first thing that came to mind was chocolate barnyard. Um, and I was I was pretty excited because I like barnyardy and and chocolate is always good. Cold draw, I got coffee, and I could there was another note that I couldn't pick up. And Hunter, uh, while we were having this, he mentioned that maybe it was leather, and, and yeah, definitely on the light, it was definitely. Uh, right away, I got leather, chocolate, coffee. Uh, and actually, my notes are it's smooth and creamy, almost decadent. Uh, there was a nice tingle on the palate, like a, a cinnamon type of spice or I would or give pepper. you that, for sure. Um, so I gave it a 7 on the first third. Second third, I gave it an 8 uh, as it got a little more complex with something like uh, some toasted nuts that, that came in. It was a nice toasty kind of warmness to the cigar. Um, I, was, I was pretty happy. And going into the last third... Uh, I gave it a seven. Uh, I got some more, some coffee really came in in the last third. And, and part of, I think, why I gave it a, I dropped from an eight to a seven was um, while I was smoking the cigar, I got into that, that last third between the, the middle and the last third. I kind of just got lost in, in the moment and it just was enjoying the cigar. It, it didn't take a whole lot of notes on the cigar. I just, just got lost in it. I was just really, really enjoying the cigar. Uh, it got really toasty in the back third, and I smoked it way down, um, and it stayed cool all the way through. Uh, I really liked it. had a, a really nice output of smoke as well. Um, I, I really like when you're having a cigar and it just the smoke is just filling the room, and, and it, it seemed to do that very well. The room note was nice. It was warm, sweet, toasted. Um, let's see what else. Strength, yeah. Um, so I went... Medium to full uh, in, in body and medium plus in strength. 
Uh, it really started to amp up toward the uh, the last third. Uh, burn, I went seven. Draw for me was nine because I thought it was a it was had this a slight resistance to it, but it, it wasn't like it was tight. It just felt perfect to me. Uh, and my final score on this, I gave it an eight. Uh, I really, really enjoyed this, and the uh, the weighted score came out to a seven point six three. Cool. So, Hunter, where were you at? Yeah. Yeah. So, like you said, I immediately smelt on this ch- chocolate barnyard, and <laughs> on lighting, the first thing that that hit me immediately was the chocolate. Both times yeah. that I had it. And it was like you said, it was like a, it was a really rich, almost decadent kind of chocolate taste. Yes. And another thing I picked up on was like, you mentioned it before, a ty- like a type of leather note almost. Yeah. And that stuck around for most of the first third. I gave my first third an eight. And moving on to the second for third, it almost, I kind of felt kind of like an earthy note maybe but chocolate was still very much there okay yeah uh i gave it an eight and on to the last third like you both said it, it kind of got stronger more toasty near the end and i picked up on it immediately yep. i got a lot more coffee like almost espresso kind of in the last third. yeah yes i could see that for sure yeah yeah Overall, it burned pretty consistently, but like Bruno said, there was some tunneling near the end. I gave the burn a seven. Okay. And I gave it a nine on the draw. It felt nice all the way through. And I gave it an overall an eight. Okay. Which brought my weighted score to 7.88, which yes, is not far right. from yours at all. Yeah, you were right there with me as you were reading your scores. I'm looking at my sheet going, is he reading my sheet or his? Did you cheat at him? No, I, I did not. I did not because I actually have um, a, a full uh, one note of my like of my my ramblings and my thoughts while I was smoking the cigar. Oh, and Jesus. it was legit. I mean, he was almost like he was reading my one note and Hunter doesn't have access to the one note. So, um, yeah. So, all right, cool. So we were really close on that one. Um, so I think in all the three of us call that a pretty a pretty nice a pretty nice cigar i would smoke it again you would have it again all right so i would i don't know if i'd go out of my way to try and find it or buy it but if i was handed one i wouldn't say no so let me now let me ask you this and and i think i kind of know the answer on this because does the price point make a difference to you oh god yes Okay. Okay. Yes. I didn't. I didn't expect that, honestly. Really? <laughs> uh, because because of how things oh, went yeah. Saturday night. Well, I, we'll talk about that later. But <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well. That's, a that's that's something for later. But so if I told you <laughs> if if I told you the the cigars that I picked up and these were were purchased by myself from my local brick and mortar. These weren't. Um, the unfortunately these weren't sent to us for review. These these were out of my pocket. <laughs> uh, so if I told you I was getting these, I don't remember the exact price point, but I want to say it was under eight dollars that's not bad for this not bad at all so okay so you think that's fair for this oh yeah I um, do. so one of the things that the, the other questions and this goes for for hunter and, and bruno so after having this and we've ha- you've had the argentum would you be open to other ave maria cigars uh, knowing that these are aj fernandez cigars 
what are you, would you be open to to other others from this this company other lines definitely yeah 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 hundred percent yes so I, I yeah I knew where Hunter was going because he has a list of them that he wants to try <laughs> um, it's good to have lists it's good to have goals he does he does he has a list of Ave Marias that he wants to try um, so we will work on on continuing through because I, I, there's the Ave Maria line is quite extensive. Um, so we will we'll, we'll try to work through a few of these, yeah. um, and, and I think for our next one, I may throw a curveball because this one I felt was right up my alley because it was a very bold, um, medium full cigar, which is kind of in my wheelhouse. Um, and Hunter has really been wanting to to try one of the. There's a, a couple that are Connecticut um, that I am not overly in love with Connecticut stuff. Um, so I'm interested to see how, how it plays out because, you know, AJ Fernandez is known for some kind of bold blends and I'm interested to see how the, some of the Connecticut stuff is, if it's a bold Connecticut or if it's a very low key Connecticut, we'll see. Uh, but, uh, with that, the Connecticut Hunter, do you know if you had to pick, you know, the next cigar, the next Ave Maria we're going to review and it'd be one of the Connecticut line, do you know which one it would be? You would pick, I'm putting you on the spot here. I apologize. Yeah, most likely holy grail the holy grail okay okay for anybody listening we're we are uh we're, we're hoping to review the holy grail uh if it has to come out of my pocket it will but hey if if you could help us out <laughs> we hint hint we are here for it um so okay cool so i think i think that'll wrap us up on talking about the well, hold on yeah no well, I, yeah you got more go ahead go ahead no go ahead. i want to hear i we're done with the Cigar. We have our first guest. I want to hear about his experiences so far <laughs> as somebody new. So, yeah. So do you mind if we put you on the spot, Hunter? I know I told you we were just going to talk about the cigar. Do you <laughs> mind a few questions? Yeah, no, that's fine. Okay, okay. Go ahead, Bruno. <laughs> what was so, the question again? Um, in essence, do you think that you became a cigar smoker and enjoyed it more and became one easier with having somebody who actually helped you and coached you along. Definitely, yes. Good, because um, that's... Go ahead. I always I always figured it would work out this way, you know, when I was I was a really young kid, and I would always <laughs> see him, and my, most of the other time, too, my grandpa, him and them smoking cigars. I always thought, I want to I wanna grow up and do that, too. And here we are and it was a really nice experience being able Good. to learn from him nice that, that's really nice and i did just so everybody's aware i didn't pay him to say nice things about nope, me. but you gave him more cigars <laughs> yeah he knows where the humidor is so yeah you do have a point well that's kind of interesting because that's what adam that's what you and i well you designed it more than me but that's what we wanted this whole this podcast, podcast to be about, to be about yeah. is having people who have been like, man, I'd love to try a cigar, but I am too afraid. You don't know where to, to start. It's, yeah, I don't it's know where to start. We, I don't know what to ask. Yeah. I don't know where to go. We, we've said it numerous times. So, so Hunter, let me ask you this. And, and I already know the answer to this. This is more for um, for our listeners. Uh, Bruno and I have talked about the cigars that we really enjoy. And, and, and again, I, I apologize for putting you on the spot because we, uh, we didn't plan to actually interview Hunter at all. It's not supposed um, to be planned. I know. He has no idea what, what I'm about to ask him. Um, but no, if you could think back to the cigars that we've had over the last few months, can you pinpoint what you would say has been your favorite thing you've had to this point? Oh, man, that's hard. I, I thought um, it might be. 
So if you don't have a good answer, that, that's fine. I have a follow-up. I'll give you a hint. <laughs> <laughs> it's 12 years old. Really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was interesting. So you were saying the Grey Cliff that we had? The Grey Cliff was really good. Another yes, one that, that, was. that pops out to me, which at the time I wasn't sure if it would be, was the Carrillo Allegiance we had. I think it was ah, the Allegiance yes. we had. It was the Allegiance. We had that around the 4th of July. Yeah, that, that one was, yeah, really surpassed that was, all my expectations. That was very nice. Bruno, I'll have to pick up a couple more of those. Um, all right. And we can we can discuss that one on the show as well because that one – and I'm, we're already ruining it for you. He and I both enjoyed it. So. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't think you wouldn't pick me up one if you – well. Yeah, that was terrible. We I shouldn't be say that. You have a history so far with me. <clears throat> hey, no, I, I, I picked you up <laughs> – I went in blind, just like you did on those. I know what you're talking about. I know you know. I, I had no idea what I was getting into, so uh, I went in blind on those. And Hunter, be be uh, be grateful that you don't know yeah. what we're talking about yeah. there. It was not um, good. It just we wasn't. we we did some blind reviews, and they didn't turn out like we had hoped. So you've smoked after smoking the the Argentum, which is a a medium full body, nice full medium full strength. What do you have a preference to the type of cigar that you like, or is there a note in a cigar that you are a big fan of? Um, for example, you know, I love strong Nicaraguan stuff, lots of pepper, lots of spice, um, really, really full bodied, powerful stuff. What about have you found anything that you are really, really into? So far, I'd say I'm really a big fan of like chocolate type, chocolate and pepper, I'd say, are my two okay. favorite. Yeah, I got you. That that sounds very familiar, especially if you put chocolate and pepper together and you get like a, uh, a Mexican hot chocolate type of thing. That's <laughs> always a nice thing. Well, based on what he just said, have you given him a red label Tatuai yet? I have not given him a, yeah, a, a, uh, a Noble. Yeah. You I will need, have to. Yeah. Yes, I will, I will have to, to make that a point. Yes, uh, Tatuai Noble, so. you will, I think you will very much enjoy. So uh, I'll put that on the list of things to pick up. Uh, for us to have because yeah they are they're very nice um and when you see it you will recognize it because they've something that i've had many many times yeah. uh so <laughs> good we will we'll definitely yes good call on that bruno so that'll definitely be something we go with all right so we're coming up on 20 minutes in uh bruno do you want to wrap up with with hunter and uh yeah. continue on with what we have or do you have <laughs> any more for hunter before he goes i do not other than i look fact yeah, look forward to seeing him. I haven't seen him in a long time. I get to smoke cigars with him now. That'll be I know, different. right? Yeah, we get to hang out and smoke cigars yeah. with him. Don't uh, think last so, time I saw you, you could do that. You, no, probably so not. I, I believe we are planning on a get-together here soon, bro. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be a night that you will get to see Hunter, and you will get to have a cigar with Hunter. Uh, so, Hunter, you're not aware, but we are all getting together on Halloween. Yes. Uh, I believe Bruno and, and his wife are coming down for Halloween. Yes. So we we will smoke. Maybe that's when we'll have the tatuajes. Uh, I was actually oh, yeah. planning on I was actually planning on getting out uh, before Halloween and trying to find the uh, this year's tatuaje monster series and oh, try to pick up a nice. few of those. Um, my local place typically gets them, and I just read that they are going out um, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we'll talk about that later in the show as well. So with that. You know, let's not kill a whole lot of time right here with me rambling about what's coming up. That would Hunter, be a good thing. <laughs> thank you for taking some time tonight and hanging out with us and sharing your review. Uh, yeah, hopefully, thanks we for will, having me. Yeah, hopefully we'll get you back on again to uh, to hang out and talk about some more cigars with us. 
All right. So from there, so do you want to? Uh, here's a a new a news point that at the top of the page, Bruno, that we can jump to. That uh, yeah, not particularly effective for us per se. Yeah, uh, but. But we do have listeners outside of the U.S., so this is for you guys. Uh, Drew Estate to introduce the Liga Provada 10 Selección de Mercado uh, exclusively for international markets. So here in the U.S., we are all very familiar with the Liga Provada. Yes, very much so. Uh, Liga is it's very, very good, very bold, very full-bodied, very stout cigars. Uh, so obviously outside of the U.S. market throughout Europe, uh, the... The um, I, I'm trying to think of how to word this, and I can't think of the word I'm looking for here. But the 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 cigar smokers seem to want not the the big full body kind of powerful cigars like we want here in the U.S. Uh, so what Drew Estate has done is kind of reworked the Liga and wrapped it in a Connecticut Criollo leaf to kind of bring the Liga down to. A little less. I, I'm trying to think. I shouldn't say bring it down to so a little less. No, I mean, no, just no. the flavor. Just, it's not going to be a big, full-bodied, uh, right. blow your head off cigar. Right. Um, they're making it a little more of what the the international market. Ooh, looks let's for say it cigars. this way: it's for more of a sophisticated palate. There you go. See, there I you know go. these terms. I'm sophisticated sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Uh, I don't think I have. Where's the link to this? Uh, I don't. There's. I'm reading through it, and there's. There's not a whole lot of stuff is there, in here. I was looking for a date um, when that was supposed to happen. The They're only announcing thing, it um, this week, I yeah, believe, in uh, Dortmund, Germany. Uh, it looks like they're announcing 14th. it on September the fourteenth. They're announcing it next week, uh, but I don't see a release date yet no. for when this is going to hit the shelves. But if you do see market. it, get yourself yeah, one. Yeah, definitely. And that's something that you know it may be worthwhile even for us, Bruno, to try to find a way of of purchasing these yeah. uh, in the international market just to try. Because when I think Liga, I, I, in my head, I already have a an idea of what the cigar is going to taste like. Yep. Uh, so it would be interesting to 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 have a Liga in a Connecticut wrap. Um, that that could be really interesting. I would be really really interested to try that. So hopefully well, we can get our hands on some of those. If anybody from Drew Estates is listening, we could use some <laughs> of those. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That would be a very very interesting cigar. Um, I would definitely be interested in trying that. All right, we're starting. Um, so that that's our the news. The only other news post that I had. Um, did did you want to talk about the uh, Fiat Lux? Do you no, I want to talk at about at Mason. I. Well, let's talk about one other one first. Okay. Because I yeah. still do not know what I smoked last night. Oh, okay. Yes, 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 yes. So That's right. I forgot this, you had that last night. Yeah. So Adam sent me the mystery packet, and we reviewed the Connecticut wrapper uh, two or three episodes ago. And it was also what looked like a Maduro wrapper in there. So I'm like, oh, God, I forgot about this. So as I'm looking at it last night and smelling it, I'm like, man, this is going, this cigar looks like it's going to be a medium to bold in flavor. And guess what? It was very deceiving. It was mild. It was mild. Very mild. Yes. Now, first third went really well. Second third went really well. Last third, of course, I smoke fast. It was, 
um, started to get a little hot. And I would say that mild was going, was bouncing between mild and medium. But it mm-hmm. was a surprise to me looking at a cigar with that dark of a wrapper. You know, it had no cigar band on it because it was a mystery right. cigar. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm lighting it up and I am expecting this full bodied <laughs> cigar. And I start, I'm like, wait a minute, am I getting any smoke? Yeah, I'm getting smoke. So, what did I smoke? So, if you remember back to the other mystery cigar, that was the the Drew Estates Factory Smokes Connecticut. Yes. The first one. And this was the Maduro version of that. Seriously? Seriously. They were night and day. Yeah, very different cigars. Uh, I'm looking for my notes on that now, and I don't know where I put them because I totally forgot about the cigar. Uh, so I I don't have my accurate notes on that cigar. Um, let me see if, if I can real quick, if I put them in Dropbox. I don't think I did uh, because at the time I didn't want... Well, let's just put anyway. it this way. For as much yeah. as I was not a fan of the Connecticut, I was a fan of this, especially for what I would guess the pricing point was. But I was just... Shocked by it burned well. I was shocked by it being a a mild, not a medium or a full. Like I said, it got it the last third maybe a little closer to a medium. But thank you. That was a pleasure to smoke. Good. I'm glad that you enjoyed that. And, and that really goes to show that you can't look at a cigar and judge it just by is it dark. Uh, because the... This is one that, while it is a very, it looks like it's going to be a very, a very dark, typical Maduro cigar with some kick to it, it really isn't. No, it wasn't. Um, it, while it's Maduro in color um, and strength, it's definitely not. It's very, very laid back. It's very nice. I'm going to, this is what my dad has a term. He calls it a racetrack cigar. Um, and that's a, a cigar for him that it's a cigar he can light up and enjoy it when he wants to pay attention to what he's having. And when he doesn't want, when he just wants to just do whatever else he's doing, he can do that as well. And when I was having this one, I remember thinking, I bet Pop would love this cigar because it is just that. Oh, there's my notes for it. Um, it is something that if you really want to pay attention to it, yeah, there are some some interesting notes to it. There's some tobacco, leather, cedar, um, smooth and creamy. I've got some chocolate, coffee, a little bit of pepper. Um, not overly peppery, but it's it's there. Um but if you just want to just smoke a cigar to be smoking a cigar, it's also, it's right there. And at the price point on these, I mean, yeah, it, it's, you know, what I, I think I paid, I think the, the bundle was like $49 a bundle maybe. Um, so, you know, it's something you can have when you're out mowing the grass, when to have a cigar, there you oh, go. Yeah. You don't want to sit down and actually pay attention to what you're, you're not trying to review a cigar. You just want to have a nice cigar. It's it's right there. So that's the uh, the Drew Estate Factory Smokes Maduro. Now, Bruno, there is a third version of that as well. Um, if you want to try th- the third, we can pick that up as well. There's the Connecticut that we've had, the Maduro that we've had, and there's a Habano. Oh, nice. I would um, like to try that. So, yes, I'll, I'll see if I can pick up a couple of those, and we will do the, the Factory Smokes um, Habano and report back on that as well. So... All right, we can so add that to our list. The last thing so do, I think we should do tonight is yes. the Fiat. Yeah, the so, Fiat. I was hoping, I, didn't, I didn't know if you remembered it because you oh, had I that. Did. It was a while back. So uh, and I just had it this week. I'm sitting at my local brick and mortar that's close to me, and I'm hopefully going to have 
their tobacconist mark on here soon. So I'm sitting in Mason's cigar and I pull out this cigar. It's a Luciano Fiat Lux. And I'm smoking it and it's like, man, this is good. And it ringing in my head is Adam's words of, send me pics of you smoking so I can post them. <laughs> so I sent him that pic and here, I'll actually go in and read this because I think my answer was quite interesting and fun. So I sent him a picture of it and he's like, ooh, what's that? And all I said was, good. <laughs> <laughs> but I did pick him up one. So yes. I really enjoyed it. It burned well. I would give it, you know, it was close to a medium cigar and just really yep. a good flavor cigar. It was, a, I would say, a solid seven or eight for me. So this one's tough for me because there are parts about it that I really liked. But overall, it, it's only about a six for me. Okay. There, it, I kept, I kept, I, there, there was, on the cold draw, I picked up this almost ginger or a clove note that I was really excited about. And when I lit the cigar up, that wasn't there. Um, I did like that it was, it was very, um, malt, like malty and roasted. Like I am, if we're talking beer, I am a stout drinker. I yes. love an Imperial stout. It reminded me of things that I would taste in, in a stout. It was malty. It was roasty. Um, there was some nice kind of like roasted nuts to it that I really enjoyed, but I kept feeling like, there was just something that I was missing. I kept waiting. I got into the first third and I'm like, okay, it's, it's gonna, it's really gonna come around in the second third. And I got to, into the second and I got a little bit of a, a tobacco sweetness that was kind of nice. I got a little bit of pepper on the retro hail, but it still just didn't feel like it was all there. It felt like a blend that they, that the, the blender f was trying to be conservative on and make it appealing to a wide audience. Okay. Um, and I, I kept really wanting something more out of it, and it just never came around. And I always felt like there was just, it was just one like one one note away from being really good. Yeah. Now, having said that, I'm not saying it was really bad at all. Um, what I do have a problem with is. The fact that it's priced like a premium cigar. It is definitely priced up there. Um, and I've run into that a couple of times this week where I'm kicking myself for knowing the MSRP of a cigar that I'm trying to review. Um, and, and this was one of those cases where I knew it was priced like a premium cigar. And at the price point that it's at, I, I wasn't a fan. It is not. It shouldn't be priced as a premium cigar. I um, would agree with that. If this, if I was able to see pick this cigar up for around seven bucks, yeah, I would definitely I would pick up a few of them at seven dollars. Yes, uh, but at the over ten dollar yeah, price point, I just 10. kept, I just kept thinking this is not a premium cigar. It's a good cigar, but at this ten dollar price point, I'm expecting something a little more, and it just never came around for me. So, you know, I I'm about a six. Um, okay. It, it was good, but I just I had higher expectations. I think I kept I just kept waiting for this one thing to come around, and it just never <laughs> got there for me. Um, so I didn't all hate right. it at all. It just just left me wanting something else. Well, um, speaking of wanting something else, our listeners are going to want more episodes, so we can wrap this one up. And yeah, we can <laughs> wrap this one. I think we've covered quite a bit. This has been cigar heavy. We didn't hit a lot of topics, so no. I think um, next time I would like to hit some topics. We've been 
kind of skipping over those. Maybe next time we'll <laughs> yeah. try and dedicate half to reviews and half to more topics. Yes, today was very, very cigar specific. And, and I'll be interesting to our listeners out there. Send us some feedback. Did you Do you prefer where we hit on specific cigars, um, multiple specific cigars throughout an episode? Or do you enjoy hearing the news topics and just different cigar talk as well? Uh, because today was very cigar specific. And yes. I think this is the first episode we've done like this. Yes, it is. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see kind of what what people think about how that, that conversation went. Uh, but with that, yeah, we're, we're coming up at the end of our time here. I think we've covered, covered – we talked about a lot of cigars tonight. I'm pretty happy with that. We had our first guest. Thank you, Hunter, for coming yes, on and hanging out with us much. and talking about the, the Ave Maria. We will definitely be talking about more Ave Maria cigars in the future. Stay tuned for that. Uh, Bruno, any final thoughts before we're out? Smoke more cigars. Smoke more cigars. <laughs> always, always smoke more cigars. And – you know how to find us on social media, so I'm not going to go through that spiel. I'm going to wrap it up quick. You guys have a great, great day, night, whatever time you're listening to this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And we will talk to you guys again in two weeks. Yes, thank you for listening, Joseph. Thank you, guys. It. See you. Bye-bye.